you wonder what happened in sports today, Brandon Petrilli, he got the wave. We talking a lot with bros today, cracking some jokes the podcast way. Goals on goals, where homers on homers, tutties on tutties, got moments on moments. Just tune into BSP, just tune into BSP, just tune into BSP, just tune into Petrilli. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the BSP Podcast. They did it. They finally did it. It took week 18, but they did it. Your Philadelphia Eagles clinched the number one seed. They win the NFC East, and we are rocking and rolling, and we don't have to play next weekend. It's great. You've been banged up. Hurts, Lane Johnson, and the likes. Everybody, CJ Gardner-Johnson finally comes back. Josh Sweat, hopefully, is coming back. You get that time to relax, recoup, and let's get rolling, and let's go on a Super Bowl run. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode here. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever, make sure to go check out the YouTube page, too, uh, at BSP Podcast. Click the subscribe button everywhere. Comment, like, give me your predictions, what you got for the first round of the playoffs as we move forward throughout this episode here. This episode is just going to be a little bit of I'm not going to be down because there's been way too many people being down about this. Yeah, it was ugly. Yeah, would I have liked the blowout? Yeah, would I have liked them to dominate the third stringers for the Giants? Yeah, of course. Would I have liked them to beat Dallas? Would I Would I have liked them to beat the Saints when I was there in person? Yeah, of course. But, but the biggest thing is we got to enjoy this season. 14-3, and three, the best record the Eagles have ever had. The most wins the Eagles have had in a single season. Now, you know, you got an extra game. But still, they were on pace to crush that out of the water. The last two times they've went 13-3 and or more, they went to the Super Bowl. You won one, you lost the other. So let's make a repeat of the last one in 2017. Get that first round by. We go and we make a nice little run. You get to get some guys back. But this shouldn't be something where everybody should be down that we're limping in. I like where the Eagles are at. I like the national media not being on the Eagles. I I, I feel like you're stupid if you don't see this narrative that if you don't, if you aren't comfortable with it by now in Philadelphia sports, we just went on a run with the Phillies. They limped in. The Eagles, when they win the Super Bowl, you go, you limp in with a backup quarterback. Like, what is more Philadelphia than this? Now, is that diluted and is that delusional? Maybe. But that's all we know here in Philadelphia. We like being the underdog. The guys love it. They feed off of it. And you know these guys are going to be all in. They know that they're not. They're the lukewarm favorite. They know that. That's going to piss them off. They're going to come back. They're going to come back even stronger, and they're going to show their dominance, whoever comes in here in the link in two weeks. I don't care who it is. Bring me whoever wants to play us. Because I'm confident Jalen will be back. He'll get a couple extra weeks to rest. I'm happy. We'll get to the, the game in a minute, but I'm happy he got the rust off then. So I'm excited. Let's tune in. Click the subscribe button. Follow along as we move forward throughout this playoff push here. But, man, like, I just want to hit, like, a couple stats here for you, right? 
the the cap off the year because it's just been it's been awesome and it it needs to be celebrated like listen to some of these stats here man like as an overall team and then we'll get into individual players offensive leaders and yards third behind the bills and chiefs you finished fifth in rushing with 147 yards per game rushing i mean that's wild uh defensive leaders Second in yards per game by 0.9, right behind, oh, the great, the fantastic, the best defense ever, San Francisco 49ers. The Eagles have the most sacks in the league at 70. They almost, I, I think they tied the record, I believe, for most sacks in a season. I, I forget. I, that I don't have. I'm sorry about that. And then turnover differential, they're third in the league, which is kind of a shame because they were leading for such a long time up until the last three weeks when they were turning the ball over left and right. But all in all, this team is dominated all year long. Cupcake schedule, this and that, they've dominated. And they've put their foot on the necks of teams. Now, last week, no, they didn't. Did they do it against the Colts? No, they didn't. But guess what? That's what the good teams do. You win football games. You can blow them, right? You see other teams like the 49ers go against the Raiders or, you know, uh, you know, Dallas losing last week when they played their starters. You see teams choke games away. But they didn't. They didn't. The only game you could say that really is maybe the game they turned the ball over against the uh, the first loss of the year against the, com- the Commanders. I almost said the Commanders. <laughs> but, man, like, this should be celebrated as a dominant team, a number one seed, a favorite going into the playoffs. But everybody's just kind of down on it, and I like it. Some of the stat leaders, I mean, Jalen Hurts finished 10th in passing. He missed some games. He really wasn't killing it through the air too much. But, I mean, if he had another three games in there, he'd probably be right up there top five. Finished with 3,700 yards. You know, Burrow was fifth with 4,400. Probably could have got close to there with a couple 200-plus passing yard games. Miles Sanders finished fifth in rushing as he's going into his free agent year. I mean, Miles had a great year. Very good year. He's he's drawing a lot of questions of, you know, do you bring him back? Is he worth the money? Do you just go and draft a guy? You got Kenny Gamewell and Boston Scott. He, he's really forcing the issue to, you know, proving his point that he needs to get paid this offseason. Honestly, Miles, sorry, buddy. Go get your money somewhere else. I, the, we just can't afford you. I'm happy for you. Get that money. If you want to come back on a smaller deal and play with a great team, We'd love to have you, but go get your money, dude. You had, and then this is the craziest stat. Not the craziest stat, but the best stat. The the Probably in the past 20 years, the Eagles have been in, I was reading a couple of playoff stats, right? I don't have those in front of me, but, you know, you're right behind the Patriots and the Packers for, you know, most playoff appearances, most division wins, first seeds, all that. You're the top three. And those stats, I don't really care because this is the most telling stat for the next five plus years coming for the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's having two wide receivers eclipsing a thousand yards receiving and being in the top 10 and receiving yards. That's the first time the Eagles have ever had one receiver being in the top 10 or top five, let alone two in the top 10. You have two dominant, absolutely elite weapons on the outside for Jalen hurts to grow with over the next, I don't know, three, four, five years. However, if you can bring back Devontae. 
with AJ. I mean, it's crazy. AJ Brown breaks the all-time receiving yards record for the Eagles. Devontae Smith breaks the all-time wide receiving reception record for the Eagles in one season. That's just exciting to see where this team can go moving forward through the future. Not along uh, right now, for the future also. But man, they're good right now. And then we move to the defensive side of the football, which has been so underrated because they've given up yards. They've given up, you know, some some iffies and they play soft at times. And you hear me frustrated all the time with Jonathan Gannon, right? But the defensive leaders of this team have come out and balled. You know, I mean, Kaiser White and, and TJ Edwards. TJ Edwards finished tops 10 in tackles. Shout out the boys, Zaire Smith, too, by the way. Zaire, I would love to have you come on the pot. It would be awesome. LaSallian brother here. Shout out to you. I mean, you had an absolutely awesome season out there with the Colts season. You know, the team kind of meh. But we could talk about that, you know? But it was awesome to see him bounce back and have a great year, finishing fourth in, in tackles. But then after that, <laughs> you have four guys finish with over 10 sacks. Hassan Reddick, probably the most underrated defensive player in the league, finishes second in sacks behind Nick Bosa. Has three forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries. I mean, he finishes two and a half sacks behind Bosa. Has more fumbles, forced fumbles than Bosa. Uh, the guy's an absolute stud. That's probably the biggest. Uh, after him. That's what's the best part about this offseason. Is that Hassan Reddick gets the second most sacks in the league. Most forced fumbles. An absolute dominant a game wrecker that you got there. And he's not your best pickup because you got A.J. Brown. And I give a lot of that credit to Howie Rose. I hate saying it. I've had to say it a lot this year. And I'm glad to. Because that means they're winning. That means you've got talent on this team. And it's exciting. And then you just the depth after that. You go Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave, Josh Sweat, all tied for 14th with 11 sacks. I mean, dude, awesome. Brandon Graham. It's going to be him and Geno Smith. Geno's probably going to win it just because of the QB factor. But for comeback player of the year, people thought Brandon was going to retire after the torn Achilles. He's done. He's up there thirty over 33, I believe. That's hard to come back from. And the way he's dominated and shown that he hasn't lost a step after all of this, the adversity and everything, that guy deserves to be defensive, not defensive player of the year, but comeback player of the year. Him and Gino are going to fight it out. The QB is probably going to win it because that's the way the NFL works. But hats off to you, BG. I mean, the guy's an absolute Philly legend. And, you know, what a what a crazy turn for him. You know, starts off, everybody's thinking he's a bust, comes back, strip sack Super Bowl, cements his legacy, and the guy's just been on an absolute tear. It's awesome to see. Fletcher Cox with seven sacks. I mean, this team's just deep. You got Jordan Davis, who really hasn't had to play you brought in guys like Nadamik and Sue and Lindell Joseph, who've been kind of quiet a little bit, but they they're they can make plays for you. If Robert Quinn comes back, CJ Gardner Johnson tied for the uh, most amount of picks in the league, and he missed the last what five games with six interceptions. I mean, just a lot of amazing offseason moves, and I give Howie Roseman credit. Don't I'm not a fan of the guy. When, he, when he's hitting, he's hitting, and he's rolling, and I love it because this team's winning. This team is iced out just like the chain here. If you're watching on YouTube, see the beautiful chain. This team's got swagger. It's got confidence. It's got depth. It, it has elite talent, 
And that's what can prevail them moving forward through this playoff push. Now, I mean, yeah, was that last game rough? Yeah, of course it was. You almost lose. You weren't going to lose that game. But, you know, did you make it way too interesting than it should have? You let them cover. I mean, 16 points is a lot, but, I mean, you know, came back to almost a one-score game. Rough, man. But I'd rather that happen that game. I'd rather Jalen come back. I would have been happy with them being done after the first drive, honestly. They went down, and they showed that they can throw the ball. They can run it. I see the confidence. I see Jalen got it. He's a little sore, they said, but that'll just take some time. He just needs to rest a little bit. Because the guy's just so used to being in a rhythm and the past couple weeks just hasn't been able to do that. But now he can get back into it, has some time to get into it, recoup, get rocking and rolling here. And I'm glad that happened. I'm glad that kind of gave them a kick in the kick in the nuts. Give them light that fire going into it. Everybody just, you know, lukewarm. Number one seed. Get get the fuck out of here. Because this team is mad. It's pissed off now. They hear people saying the 49ers are a better team. Damn, get the heck out of here. They hear that, you know, they played this and that. You've given up big plays to this team, this team. It was too close here, too close there. They're going to come, and you got to come to us. And you got to come and play in front of the best fans in the world against the best team in the world and try to beat them in two games before you let them get to the Super Bowl. I'm excited. I hope you are too. I hope we're all locked in, ready to go. Go birds, baby. Let's get it going. No down, no frustration, no I don't know. Let's go. Let's get into this. We're going on a run. Let's make it. Let's make it to the Super Bowl and let's bring it home, baby. This team's got it. They just they got that confidence that let's get it back and let's get it back as a franchise, as a team, as a city. Let's have some more fun, man. I want that playoff fever again. That Phillies, we were all exhausted from it. We've got some time to recoup now. Let's get into it. Let's give it all we got because the Eagles, man, there's nothing like it winning football games. Shout out to 215. Go Birds, baby. Go Birds.